And now he's given the next instruction. It's like, off you go, get in the boat, guys, you go ahead with me, I'll finish up here. And this is kind of as normal as life can get. There's no drama or challenge or miracles. Uh, this is a bunch of night, uh, main, well, night fishermen crossing a lake at night. Okay, so nothing uh, spectacular here. It's as ordinary as us getting in our car to work, picking up our kids from school, or going to the gym. But it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. They're doing what Jesus tells them to do. It's a normal thing, but that doesn't mean it's just going to be ordinary. They are having a really bad night. And I don't know if you've ever felt that. You're having a really bad day. Right from the start, you think, oh, this is going to be one of those days. The wind is against them. They're getting nowhere fast. It maybe is going to turn into one of those nights. Remember, not so long ago, they're in the boat where Jesus is asleep and the storm is up and they think they're going to die. Got to be flashbacks to that. And Jesus just got up and calms the water. But Jesus isn't here now. He's not sleeping. He's not in the boat. In fact, don't know where he is. And what on earth is that? A ghost? Things have just got a whole lot worse. Where is Jesus when you need him? And truth be known, Jesus hasn't forgotten them, not even for a second. They've actually done this lesson before, and they don't seem to have learned a great deal. I find myself constantly doing the same lesson again and again in my Christian walk. Same lesson, different circumstance, oh, got to wade through it again. And he's about to give them a further lesson on just how in control he really is. Look at verse 25. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. So, shortly before dawn. So, Jesus went out a good over six hours, we'd say, the night. And these guys, if you think about them, they're sleep deprived. <coughs> They're stuck on the lake. They're fearing for their lives. And they're on a sea that traditionally is not a safe place. They're associated with death and sea wrecks and going down to the depths and all those kind of sea stories that would have been told. And here comes a figure walking on the water. Now, Probably the first reaction is not going to be, oh, it's okay, here comes our teacher. <laughs> Nothing like this has happened before. Like we've had Old Testament, we've had Moses part in the sea, walk across on the dry land. We've seen Jesus calm the sea, but walking on the sea. What, what on earth is this? This situation has got to be, I mean, you can imagine their hearts going. Just for a second, what would you cry out at this point? <laughs> yeah, maybe not something to say out loud. <laughs> the situation is totally out of your control. The fear is gripping your throat. 
What are you going to say? And I was thinking about, well, what's a time in my life when things have been totally out of control? And it was when I was living abroad and we had hitched a lift with some ski instructors who were going to take us home and they didn't take us home. In fact, they took us to a remote mountain in the middle of nowhere. I have never been so utterly petrified in my whole life of what on earth was going to happen. And what did I cry out? Well, I was crying out to God. And I think these guys were probably doing the same. I mean, when you're absolutely at that point, what is it, who is it you cry out to? Now, as good Jewish boys, they're going to be crying out in fear, Lord save us, or whatever the Hebrew equivalent of that is, maybe they're saying some Hebrew prayers or something. And immediately answers, Jesus, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. So, in response to their Christ for saving, Jesus says, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Does that mind you anything? Remember like the other week in the early part of the service, I was talking about all the times when people are fearful in the Bible. Fear, 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 they're terrified. And God comes up and he says, don't be afraid, I am with you. Or words to those effect, take courage and things like that. And what does Jesus want them to learn from this lesson? They pray, he responds. They pray, he responds. Notice verse 30, just have a quick peek. But when he saw the wind, nothing has changed in this situation. The wind has not died down. The boat has not landed. But Jesus is there. That is what has changed. The reminder or the realisation that God is there. And when we're in life events, we're battling, um, the world isn't perfect, is it? Things go wrong. Even the most mundane things suddenly take a twist and you think, how on earth did I get here? This seemingly simple day in my life is now a disaster. And we can feel utterly overwhelmed at those points as we're caught up in the swirliness of it all. And in those times, it's hard, isn't it, to recognise where Jesus is. But when we cry out, when we call for him, when we remind ourselves of his promises, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid, I am here, I am with you. And I'm sure that lots of us need to hear those words regularly. Our lives aren't that straightforward. When we're facing an uncertain future, when we fear, when it seems dark, we're not sure what is even around the corner, and we don't really want to look, that's for sure. We need to hear Jesus' words to us. Remembering that Jesus is on our side, he died for us when we couldn't give a monkeys about him, when we hadn't even thought to turn to him, he died for us. So what's going on here? We're just looking at Peter, and he's growing in his faith from terror to peace. He knows Jesus is here now, and he's at peace. How do we know this? Have you ever wondered about that verse? If it's you, tell me to come to you. 
What a thing to say! Can you imagine that? The wind is raging. You look, you think it's a ghost, and your test, if it is you, tell me to come to you. You ever thought about that? Well, if it is you, tell me to step out of the boat, I'll drown. <laughs> I was battling with this for a lot, a lot of people. But I think, you know, as we look at this, nothing's changed. But now we see that Peter is up for doing something in the storm. He is looking at Jesus, that's where his peace comes. He looks where he is, and Peter's focus has shifted from this kind of disaster area to Jesus. And that's not to say that the other disciples in the boat haven't calmed down too. They know that Jesus can calm the storm. And I can imagine if I was in the boat thinking, oh, thank goodness for that, it's going to be over in a minute, Jesus is here. Or I can just rip on a little bit longer, it's all right, Jesus is here. Do you know what I mean? That kind of reassurance. But Peter is one of those types where in the middle of it, when life has maybe taken a apparent wrong direction, he doesn't look for a way out, but he looks to see what God is doing in it. And that is a real sign, isn't it, of maturity of faith. That we're not just waiting for it to stop, but we're looking for what God is doing in it. Remember when Peter is in prison in the Acts, all his friends are praying for release, aren't they? But him and his, he's not praying for release, he's singing songs. <laughs> you ever noticed that? He's not praying for release. He's singing songs in the middle of it. You can imagine he's almost like a new wine. He's having a great time, you know? You wouldn't think that he's in the cesspit of a Roman cell. And here in the storm, Jesus is the same. Peter's the same. He looks to see what Jesus is doing, his teacher, the one he's learning from, to talk like, to walk like, to be like. And he makes the equivalent of, can I have a go? <laughs> Can I do that? Is it alright? Can I have a game now? Sort of thing. Can he follow his teacher in this incident? And notice here, Jesus doesn't ask the disciples to get out of the boat. This isn't lesson 4.6, walking on water for dummies. That's not what's going on here. It's not if you don't get out of the water, the boat's going to sink. No, it's alright. Jesus is there. I think it's Peter's character. It's where he's at. There are lots of talks and bits given about we all need to get out of the boat, get out of the boat. But I was thinking about this and I thought we're all a bit different, aren't we? For some of us, it's risky to tell a work colleague that we've been to church. For some of us, it's risky to join the street pastors. For some of us, it's risky uh, to tell people publicly what Jesus has done. For some of us, it might be moving house, or going to another country, or going to another park. These are risks, aren't they? But we are all different, and we take risks at different times in different ways. The rest of the disciples didn't hop out the boat, but they died for their faith. And they all lived incredibly risk-filled lives. So I don't want to be too hard on our disciples that are still in the boat. Peter, he's the type to wade on in. Socks and shoes are off and over he goes. <laughs> he wants to do what he sees his teacher doing. And Jesus doesn't say, no, this isn't for you. He says, come, 
Come and have a go. Lesson eight, that's fine. You've only done lesson one, but you come and have a go now. Notice, though, these are checks first. And I said, but it's a bit like in our lives. We're going in one direction. Jesus said, go that way. And we're like, oh, right, I'm going this way. And suddenly, you can't go that way anymore. The way is blocked. Now, you just sit there, couldn't you? Waiting, waiting, waiting. Or you can look, okay, well, what is God doing here now? I can't go on. So you're looking around to see what God is doing, and you pray, Lord, I thought you said that, but if you want me to do something else, that's okay. What are you doing here? Remember? When you look back on your life and you say, oh, I thought I was going in that direction, but then this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and then I wouldn't have been here now if that hadn't have happened. Because God isn't in the habit, is he, of giving us the whole plan straight off. He's just a little bit, and a little bit, and a little bit. Let's read down verse 29b. Then Peter got down out of the boat. He walked on the water and he came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? So after a green light, Peter is off, socks and shoes gone. He's on the water and off he goes. He wants to do what he sees his teacher doing, and he's heading towards Jesus. Uh, we can think about a little child walking, learning to walk, something like that. Um, but equally, we can think of our own steps when we're stepping out to do something new. Maybe we, we thought, oh, you know, I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to do that thing, or I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to put my name down for this, the kind of risks that we take. But then halfway we think, what on earth have I done? Is that like a good idea at the time? But now I'm out here, it's not so good. And panic builds. You can't go back to the boat. You're on the water, you're in the middle. What on earth are you going to do? And things aren't easy. In fact, they're harder than they were before. Because now not only are you taking this risk, but life is unfamiliar. It's in a different circumstance. There's new challenges. Shouldn't things be calm? I mean, Jesus said, come. Well, yeah, he said, go as well to the disciples, but things weren't calm. You know, different situations, different struggles, different attacks. Same Jesus. That's what he wants us to learn, isn't it? And Peter, just like us, he learned in the same lesson again and again. Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Verse 31, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? When we start spiraling in that panic with the, what have I done? You cry out to God and God grabs you and he wants you to know that I'm with you. Don't doubt. Jesus is teaching Peter, you know, the circumstances have changed. You were in the boat, now you're not in the boat, but I'm still Jesus, I'm still able, I've still got you, you're okay. We need to remember that God is totally in control. Nothing can separate us from his love. And to live, to really live, to jump off something, to fly with Jesus, it is risky, but we've got nothing to lose. We're secure in him. Verse 32, and when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly you are the Son of God. And 
when our life is calm again, when things are, you know, you've got a bit of time to breathe, and the disciples look back at what has happened, and what Peter did, and how Jesus helped him, and where Jesus, they can only say, you are the Son of God, and worship him. And I think there's times in our lives when we are the one out the boat. There's times in our lives when we're in the boat. We're watching someone else. We read testimonies. We hear testimonies. We encourage. We reaffirm each other as a community. And we can only say, truly, you're the Son of God and worship Jesus. The disciples, they're learning together, just how we are. We are learning as a community together. We're not all on the same course. We're doing different individual education plans, or IEPs. (laughs) And we're doing that. One syllabus doesn't fit all. But the important thing is that we want to learn. We don't want to just sit on the bank. We want to do what Jesus is telling us to do, to be like him. It's okay if you're in the boat right now and you're like, I can't cope with more than the storm, Louise. I don't want to get out of the boat. Okay, it's fine. We're learning together. As long as we're learning, we're watching, we're listening to others, we're taking encouragement. It's okay if you popped out and you're panicking on the water. What have I done? <laughs> it's all right. Did you hear right or we'll pray with someone? Jesus has got you covered. And it's okay if we're watching and we're learning from others. But we need to be learning, looking to see what Jesus is doing, not struggling on our own in the boat against the wind, not sitting on the shore. And some of us need to hear those words, don't we? Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. I mean, if we think about where we might be, whether we're in the boat on the shore, whether we're still in the crowd that got fed, whether we're on our way home, whether we're out in the water, I guess some of us could say, well, I've been in the boat for years. I really want to see exciting things, but I'm too scared to get out myself. Well, why not today, when we pray after this, let's just pray for a risk today. Let's say simply, if this is you, God, tell me to come to you. And some of us aren't in the boat. In fact, we've lost interest in Jesus. We know who he is, but we prefer just going to those big meetings, such as Sunday services. We just kind of watch the show, maybe try the food, go home, unchallenged. And maybe you need to tell Jesus today that you want to start learning again, that you want to get back into being committed to listen to something online or reading your Bible, the prayer triplet that used to be in that you let slag, you know, you let it slide away, you want to get back in that. Or you stop going to house group. Yeah, I need to go back to house group. It's not easy for me, but I need to go. And finally, maybe some of us are in the crowd that were earlier that day being fed. You see what Jesus can do. You know what he's able to do. You're not quite ready to be following him. Well, maybe today you can just ask, I want to follow Jesus. Is that okay? Because Jesus says, Come. Well, let's pray together and just think about where we are in that situation.
Lord Jesus, some of us need to hear those words today, to take courage. It is I, do not be afraid. And as the waves are soaring around us and we just are terrified about what is going to happen next, may we see you in that. May we be looking to see what you are doing in it. And Father, for those of us that have stepped out and are now thinking, what have I done? It was supposed to be easy, but it's not. I pray that we would know your encouragement and your presence today. And Father, for those of us that have given up learning from you, that settled into a a big crowd affair, I pray that we would have the courage today to say, I want to be learning from you, Jesus. Finally, Lord, for those of us that aren't yet following you, we want to follow you, Jesus.